How close are we to the end of days as described in the Word of God? Well, that's a good question, an important question, and we want to try to answer that by looking at what is taking place in our world and primarily, in this case, answer the question, could it be that one of the key players at the end of the age, at the end of the world as we know it today, may already be in place? In fact, we see him on television. He's having conversations with the President of the United States and other world leaders. My question then is this. Could it be, is it possible, that Vladimir Putin is the one known as Gog in Ezekiel chapter 38? Let me say right up front that we cannot be absolutely certain that Putin is the one referenced as Gog. But we're going to look at Ezekiel chapter 38, where I believe he, the, the Gog is mentioned 11 times. He's a very prominent figure. He is not, and this is important to note, he is not the Antichrist. But he is a leader, a world leader, who creates a lot of turmoil. And in fact, he is going to lead a coalition of nations against Israel. It might well be that Putin is just kind of practicing with the Ukraine. We don't know. But he's going to be emboldened. That seems to be the case. So when we begin to read in Ezekiel chapter 38, we realize that Gog is really more of a title. It means high or supreme. And when we read it says Gog from the land of Magog, we can trace it historically, and we find ourselves at the southern part of the former Soviet Union. Gog is probably not a name, but it's more of a title, a kingly title, like Caesar or Tsar or President. He's also called a prince. And so Gog is his position. So when we go to Ezekiel chapter 38, we begin by recognizing that in chapter 37, God predicted the, the, the physical resurrection of the nation of Israel, a people that were scattered, dispersed across the globe, who once again are given life. Life as if there were skeletons across the ground, but yet somehow they suddenly were reconstituted. They were resurrected, and they returned to a land that is now a land of plenty, which is exactly what Ezekiel chapter 37 predicts. And then we have the dramatic contrast in Ezekiel chapter 38, because this nation of Israel, now living in prosperity, is going to be attacked by a group of nations from the north. They will attack primarily because of Israel's wealth. Now, it also says that they will attack when Israel seems to be at peace, seems to feel secure. So when will Ezekiel chapter 38 take place? We cannot be absolutely sure. And good, solid Bible scholars vary in terms of where they would place this invasion. Some place it even before the tribulation period, which begins with a peace agreement in the Middle East, negotiated by the Antichrist. Now, a strong case can be made for this Ezekiel evasion taking place right after the peace agreement, and then after a brief period of peace, with a sense of security making its way into the nation of Israel, we will have the second seal judgment, and that is when peace is taken from the earth. God allows war to break out, and this war could be part of that. Regardless of when it begins, our question is, who is Gog? It may well be that Vladimir Putin, as he gathers his forces against the Ukraine 
And as he compels other nations to respond to this challenge, he could well be practicing what he is going to do at some time in the not-too-distant future, and that is gather with Turkey, Iran, and other nations to invade Israel. It may be that Putin really is Gog. So I'd like to take the time that we have and begin to walk through Ezekiel 38. What I'd like to do is look at the various references to Gog and see if we can find clues as to Gog's identity. Now what we find is the prophet Ezekiel is receiving a word from God that God obviously wanted to pass along to generations that would follow because this goes back 2,600 years. And Ezekiel said, the word of the Lord came to me. In other words, he knew he was getting information that came from God. And he says, verse 2, Son of man, set your face toward Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him. So we see this term Gog. And again, it's not so much a personal name as it is a title. In other words, set your face against uh, the Pharaoh, the Caesar, the president, the, the prince, the king. Set your face against the king of the land of Magog. And the land of Magog historically will take us to the southern portion of the old Soviet empire. And then it says, God speaking now, and prophesy against him. So the God of the universe is speaking about the future. This was written about 2,600 years ago. And he tells his prophet Ezekiel to prophesy against this leader. And this leader has a position called Gog. And he's over the land of Magog. Now keep in mind, it could be Putin. And then we go on and we read... And thus says the Lord, Behold, I am against you, O Gog. Well, that's good to know. The God of the universe is going to come against this leader, this chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and God's going to deal with him. But then we find something else about Gog. Gog is also a tool in the hands of God. God is speaking to him in this passage. And again, imagine if you saw Vladimir Putin at the Olympics, And, of course, he's been doing things to create a closer relationship with China in the midst of all that that our country is going through. And it says, And thus says the Lord God, Behold, I'm against you, O Gog, and I will turn you about, put hooks in your jaws, and I'll bring you all out, and all your army, your horses, your horsemen, wielding swords. So when you watch the news now and see hundreds of thousands of Russian soldiers prepared to invade Ukraine, you could look at that and think of Ezekiel chapter 38 and verse 4, where God is going to, in essence, compel this leader, this leader known as Gog, compel him to gather with other nations and invade Israel. In fact, the nations are listed. Persia, which until 1935, Iran was known as Persia. They changed their name. Cush and Put, with all of them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all her hordes. Beth Togomar, we're talking Turkey. So we've got Russia, Turkey, and Iran, and several other countries. And they all come from the uttermost parts of the north. Many people will come with you. Be ready and keep ready, you and all your hosts that are assembled about you, and be a guard for them. Now it goes on, and again, 
This prophecy is directed toward this leader who's going to come out of what we know as modern-day Russia. And after many days, you will be mustered in the latter years. Now, here it even refers to this as taking place in the latter years, the end of years. And you will go against the land that is restored from war. In other words, you're going to come against Israel. The land whose people were gathered from many peoples upon the mountains of Israel, which had been a continual waste. Its people were brought out from the peoples and now dwell securely, all of them. So in other words, telling God, hey, you're going to invade a people that were once scattered across the globe. They've been restored. They have been gathered from, from many, many, many different nations. And then God says what Gog is going to do as he leads this coalition of nations. You will advance coming on like a storm. You will be like a cloud covering the land, you and all your hordes and many peoples with you. Thus says the Lord God, on that day thoughts will come into your mind and you will devise an evil scheme. Now, if you want to know if Putin could be Gog, he certainly knows how to devise an evil scheme. That fits, doesn't it? Just look at what he has pulled together on the edge of the Ukraine. And now he's compelling the nations of the world to submit to his will rather than in order to avoid their moving into the Ukraine. I mean, this is the spirit uh, that you find in Ezekiel 38 in terms of the willingness to invade a nation for his own purposes. And so it goes on and it says, and then you will say, and this is about his invasion into Israel, not the Ukraine at this point, but the Ukraine is almost like a preview. I will go up against the land of unwalled villages. I will fall upon the quiet people who dwell securely, all of them dwelling without walls and having no bars or gates, to seize spoil, in other words, wealth. Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to Gog, Thus says the Lord God, On that day when my people Israel are dwelling securely, will you not know it? You will come from your place at the uttermost parts of the north. He's telling Gog what he's going to do. <laughs> you and many peoples with you. He's going to have several nations joining him, and, and prominent among those are Turkey and Iran. All of them riding horses, a great host, a mighty army. You will come up against my people Israel like a cloud covering the land. If you look at the troops right now that Putin has placed on the, on the edge of the Ukraine, it's like a cloud. It really is a great description. Then it continues, In the latter days, there it goes again, the latter days, I will bring you against my land. And the nations may know me when you, O Gog, I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. So God deals directly with this individual. And he obviously has to be a very powerful individual, controlling individual. He's able to make uh, this alliance of nations. Verse 17, thus says the Lord God, Are you he of whom I spoke in former days by my servants, the prophets of Israel, who in those days prophesied for years that I would bring you against them? It's like God's asking Gog a question. Then it says, but on that day... The day that Gog shall come against the land, my land, the land of Israel, declares the Lord God. Now here's what's going to happen between Gog, could be Putin. My wrath will be roused to my anger. For in my jealousy and in my blazing wrath, I declare on that day there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel. 
the fish of the sea and the birds of the heavens and the beasts of the, the earth and all creeping things that creep on the ground and all the people who are on the face of the earth shall quake at my presence and the mountains shall be thrown down and the cliffs shall fall and every wall shall tumble to the ground. I will summon a sword against Gog on all my mountains, declares the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother. In other words, God's going to create apparently confusion so that they turn on one another. Then he goes on with pestilence and bloodshed. I will enter to judgment with him and I will reign upon him and his hordes and many peoples who are with him, torrential rains, hailstones, fire and sulfur. God's going to deal with Gog. Verse chapter 38, verse 23. I will show my greatness and my holiness and make myself known in the eyes of many nations. Then they will know I am the Lord. Ah, what a great time to be alive. A lot of challenges. We may suffer at the hands of those who hate truth, but God is at work. And we could be seen right in front of our eyes, the stage being set, in intimate detail, the stage being set for this invasion. And we may already know the identity of Gog. Just speculation. We cannot be absolutely certain, but it's a fascinating thing to consider.